Good evening and welcome to the weekly football review show. It's myself, Gav Mack. We've got uh, Alex Osborne. Welcome back after your little break off. <laughs> and uh, and Ed Hall from We Are The Fans TV. We are here, we are live from Stalker Studio, the best studio in the whole Northamptonshire. Uh, in association with the mail coach, best booze in the whole Northampton? Yes, it is. Is it not? Um, and then we are also in association with, uh, I was going to say Educating Dan, but it's more DC Music Services. And Macau Sports Bar and Grill. Oh, I love Macau Sports Bar and Grill. Hello to cabs over there <laughs> in, in New York. I can't wait to get back to New York, I tell you. So, uh, there's, there's a few stories that's going on today. Um, one of the main things that we want to talk about is racism in football, which uh, is so... Uh, uh, do you know what? I absolutely hate talking about racism in football, but it's something that is going on, not just in football, but also in life which is pretty poor that we have to still deal with this in 2020. Um, we'll talk about some more light-hearted things as well. We'll be talking about uh, Liverpool's defensive record and how damn good it is, VVD and Gomez, just how good their partnership is. Yeah, they are, see, I see a Liverpool fan head nodding away. And <laughs> you've, got, you've got to enjoy it, don't you? He can't help it, he can't help it. Uh, I've, got, I've got a couple of statos going on with there and that. Of course, the, what's been going on uh, in the Premier League, what has happened since we were last on air is Manchester City and there's well, that's a the big, lot going on. I suppose on outside of the racism thing, uh, issue. That is the that biggest, is the biggest thing. thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, we did put a poll on during the week. We said, um, will Pep leave at the beginning of the, se- uh, the end of the season? And um, 69% people said yes to him leaving. And the reason why we'd be looking at leaving is because they've been banned from European football for the next two years. Boys, what do you think about that? Pending a appeal, right? Yeah, I mean, when's, when, I mean, is the there season. is it end of the season? So is this is this one of these things that uh, will be tied up pretty quickly, or is it going to drag on for months and months and months? Because if they if it drags on for months and months and months, does that delay the actual sentence, meaning that City could actually be back in Europe next year? Uh, I think the ban is within like immediate effect, so to speak, but it is they they can appeal it and. What my idea of it is going to happen is that they will appeal it and it'll be, they'll be out of Europe for a year. Sustain a one-year ban. It does, and with a, with a year suspension or some whatever. Yeah. But that does open up fifth place in the Premier League. It does. Which, as an Arsenal fan, I'm a little bit happy well, about that. Well, it's, it's, it's wide open. <laughs> well, yeah, Everton, Sheffield, Chelsea are falling back into a serious top four, well, top five race. Yeah. Um, as you said, Manchester United will still feel interested. Yeah, Tottenham, fine. Wolves... So it, looking yeah. looking at the table right now, you go from Chelsea who are in fourth from forty one points down to Arsenal who are tenth and thirty four points. So, and there's still twelve games left to play. And Burnley Chelsea, on thirty four points as well. Burnley on thirty four points as well. Shout out to Robbie. Um, yeah, big shout out to Robbie over yeah. at Hippo. Um, but uh, twelve games left to play after well tonight's games. You've got Chelsea United playing, haven't you? Tonight? Yeah. Uh, it kicks off big at eight. Game. It's a big, definitely a big game. Big in the course of things. Because if Chelsea win that, then they put a bit of distance between them and the chasing pack, don't they? Um, but then the chasing pack doesn't matter as much because it's fifth place now that people can apply for Champions League football. Mm. So mm. that's what I mean. It's just opened up everything completely. It's, it's, it's crazy. But do you feel that Man City, on the whole, have actually done anything wrong? They'd probably argue they've not done any different to what people have done in the past. What... What is it? What is the actual chart? All, all I know is that they've been banned for for a breach of FFP. Right? Yeah, two thousand and twelve. But, but what is the actual crime that they've done, or the rule breaking that they've done? Well, they've 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 gone beyond their spend. So what they've done, they've been clever about it, so to speak, by using this the owner as a sponsor. 
So the owner has then said like, oh, you're now sponsored by Etihad. Mm-hmm. So therefore, their their sponsorship deal, my sponsorship deals used to average, say like 25, 30 million over a course of X amount of years. Theirs is 400 million. So with that, they've then used that sponsorship money yeah. to then fund what has been happening for the last 10, 11 years. But this isn't their first, this isn't their first defence. Correct. They've, they've done this before, received a serious fine. Yeah. But that's where it ended. Wasn't There's no ban from any competition. Um, I don't think, I might be wrong, but I don't think they had a transfer ban. No, no, I don't think so. Wasn't Chelsea it, did. Wasn't, wasn't that the um, same ban that PSG got done with as well? Yeah. City, I think it was City and PSG, and it was brought up the light of, well, are they targeting them two clubs because the elite European clubs like Madrid, Barcelona... Well, they both grew they rapidly, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they were like feeling threatened by these new clubs on the block. They were like, well, let's try and get the hammer down, which brings back to your point... You, in the chat earlier it feels like FFP even though it was like oh we want to promote healthy uh, financial um, health or uh, sorry financial um, healthiness for clubs or whatever stability, stability that's stability, the word yeah. right? but it feels like it's almost like the elite club saying well we want to stay at the top and we want to try and stop anybody from trying to join us by going about it by getting a new benefactor a new, a new that's, owner that's, that's what happened that's what G14 was that yeah. was brought in in the 90s if you think about it Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool. They've won how many titles over the last 25, 30, 40 years? Three most successful clubs. How do you get into that elite club? So that's how teams like Blackburn got involved. Because in 1995, yeah, you can say, oh, what's 3.2 million? But back then, 3.2 million was a lot of money to spend on someone like Alan Shearer. They bought the league, if you want to call it that. But they just wanted to be part of that bigger bigger picture. QPR had a go at it. They failed hard. But then Man City, they've now, they've, they've, they've now gone for it. And I, I actually feel a little bit bad that Man City are... Well, I think it's, it's good to remember. It's not when you say Manchester City, the club have committed this crime. It's not, it's not Pep Guardiola and the owner no, sat there at no. a table scheming. It's a massive organisation. There yeah. are so many levels in that tree. Yeah. And at some point something's gone wrong. It's not necessarily... It's, you've got to feel sorry for the fans of the club, the yeah. players, the manager, who've put in all this hard work to get stripped from them because of a bad decision made upstairs. Yeah. Which begs the question for me, what was the difference between what they did and what Chelsea did? Because... Chelsea was young players. No, I meant like in terms of they got Abr- Abramovich. Oh, was it, it was, with it, the big spend. Big spend, but then thinking about that, that was before financial fair play came about. Yeah, right? it was before it was an, like an actual thing. thing. If those go back, then I, I feel that Chelsea would be yeah, in it. I mean, is that, is that something they... Is, is that they cause this is obviously done retrospectively, or is this something that's been going on for years and years and years behind the scene, and it's now oh, just come out? Now, it has to now it's just come out that, yeah, that they've now got banned from European competition. Well, PSG are the next team under the spotlight. It takes years to investigate, so City knew this was coming. Yeah. It was just, it's just, it was a shock to everyone when it came out. Mm. But I think one thing you've got to remember is people feel sorry for City, and I do feel a little bit sorry for City, because when they come through, it seemed impossible to break into that yeah. top four. Before Tottenham was even considered yeah, the top yeah, City, yeah, it was just course. the top four. But if you look at it now, the Premier League's evolved based on the successes for them other teams. It's a, it's a moneymaker. Teams like Wolves, mm-hmm. they could easily break into the top four. Yeah, and then become an elite player. Now you actually can do it the old-fashioned way. 
in a sense. Yeah. yeah. But back then, it's, it didn't seem like you could. But then, as I said, it's sustainability, isn't well, it? What you could get in that top yeah. echelon. Look where Leicester came when they won the title. The following season, they were like 10, 11. But they were fine. They were financially. They were so much yeah. more juggernaut. And, and Just they didn't perform well. Didn't mean they couldn't. Cause yeah. The, yeah, and because of the immediate success that they didn't get straight away after the title, it's now bearing fruit from winning that title because they've got better scouting, better yeah. players, mm-hmm. better infrastructure. Um, and I think also pointing out about you know clubs can do it uh, harder, uh, more of the old-fashioned way. Yeah. The prize money and the TV money in the Premier League is shared out equally, or yeah. it, equally in terms of the amount you get Give from TV. Maybe, yeah. yeah, depending on where you finish. In the I think the difference from relegation um, to um, finishing first is something like fifteen million. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not yeah. a lot like, when yeah. you compare it to say La Liga or Bundesliga. You got. Bayern Munich in the Bundesliga and Real Madrid and Barcelona in La Liga is such a huge difference yeah. between them and, and the rest of the league. Else, yeah. Almira won't get the same exactly. sort of money. Exactly, and it is, what it does mean is that the league is now stronger top to bottom and mm. it's borne out by how the league has gone. Yeah, exactly. Bar Liverpool, which um, is just a free. Really. City, I've got their rearranged game against West Ham on Wednesday. Um, can we just get a quick prediction on that? I think the players, would, or they, would have, they would have got together Pep Guardiola would have rounded at the players and they'll try to do something for the fans. I think they'll get a serious performance out of that. Mm-hmm. I think more eyes is going to be on how they address the league. Let's say they get a points deduction, mm-hmm. whether they will or not. So that that, that won't be happening until at the end of the season because it, okay. they can't, the Premier League can't do anything so like when, it until he will, Cass he will, involved. He probably won't... Compl- like, you'll probably see the likes of Phil Foden starting every league game now mm. because even if they finish in the top four, they probably won't be playing there next year. So you're going to see... Less experienced players playing week in, week out. I think mm-hmm. the Champions League is going to be... They've got to. Because if you don't win it this year, when's your next opportunity? Yeah. As a favourite. So what, is it, what, what are you saying the scoreline? It's just the top four. I Five think... 5-1. Five 5-1? One. Five one. Honestly. Oh, are you going to concede? I, I think, I think yeah. it could be a bit of a battering. 5-6-0. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go, go, go for that. Go, I'm going go basic. Bit. I'm going 3-0. <laughs> um, so, um, Friday's night, uh, Friday night's game was Wolves versus Leicester. Um, mm. It was geared on to be an absolutely incredible game. And it finished 0-0. It was absolutely shocking. How did the triple captain get along, by the way? Um, well, it works out, actually, <laughs> because now City are playing on the Wednesday. Aguero's oh, back triple captain. Oh, so you know, um, you had to do a bit of about that last Monday. Well, my, def- my actually, defenders have been smashing it. I brought in Alderweireld, and so you know, when you got it, you got it. Oh, good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Should we talk about that game actually? Aston Villa two. Well, there's Tottenham. not much to talk with Wolves and Leicester. Uh, no, exactly. That's no, why I'm moving on very swiftly. <laughs> yeah. It was an absolutely shocking game of football. Um, no. So Aston Villa two, Tottenham three. Goal scorers: uh, Toby Alderweireld opening the scoring with a with an own goal. Samata almost got on the end of it. He equalised with an absolute. Perler that <laughs> Harry Kane would be really proud of. Um, <laughs> Son scored a, a deflect. Well, he, he missed the penalty originally and scored the rebound to make it two and a half time. Engels scored just after the break and then Son right at the death. The scoreline was Aston Villa two, Tottenham three. But Alex, do you think the scoreline really reflected the performance? No, Villa were robbed, if you want to call it that. Mm. Um, but it's, it follows the trend of them in big games this year. They've been right in the game, haven't they? Mm-hmm. And late goals have cost them mm. how many points? Well. How many points mm. they've got? Have they lost from either winning or favourable positions? The amount of points they've lost in the last ten minutes of exactly, games. Exactly. Yeah. Let alone being in a winning position. We'll I mean, yeah. uh, sure, sure, you can, get, you can get that stat up. But uh, again, I just want to, I just want to. 
I feel like I do it every time, and I feel like I'm a broken record, but Jack Grealish, I I love him. I, I think he's absolute different gravy. Yeah. yeah. It's a little, it's a little to, bit To good. quote Eddie Hearn. Um, <laughs> what, um, what, 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 the, the band Eddie Hearn, the one on yeah, Twitter. That's it, yeah. I love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, absolutely God. different gravy. Um, absolutely different gravy. Uh, and... Was it I saw Jermaine Genius talking about about him being in the England squad? If he's not in the England squad, it would be embarrassing. And I know he was like trying to do it for like effect, but I I'd, I'd agree. It, 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 he for me is the best right now at this very moment in time. He is the best English attacking midfielder in the country. Well, I feel there's, like there's... all the English players have dropped off. As much as I'd agree, he he's probably still has been, whether they was in form or not. Mm. I mean, a lot of the English players at the moment. Don't really want to go to the Euros. It seems like right, so yeah, they're all, they're all injured. <laughs> like, oh, oh, we're playing three games, three games at home in the group. Oh, Miami. Oh, yeah. you know, I don't want that pressure over the country. I know what happened in twenty eighteen. Two home games at Wembley. Yeah, I'll be oh, yeah, yeah, exactly that. Well, obviously, sign me up. I'm coming out of retirement on the on the fifteenth of March as well. So uh, I mean, there are no stats yeah. for how many points they've lost of recent. They, uh, they released yeah. it on in December, but they have scored for the thirty four goals they've scored. They've conceded fifty. Yeah, so um, it, it, it's defensively where their where yeah. their issue is. Yeah. Ed, um, obviously that was a, that was a victory for Tottenham. So what does that what what statement does that put out to the Premier League from, from Tottenham? Um, I, I think what Jose Mourinho knows is he hasn't brought in any players. He knows what he's got and he knows how to win. Mm. It's been the they've been it's been snatch well, and grab. Got it's been very snatch and grab. They've, they've, they've played well off actually. Think I think Tottenham are improving gradually under Jose Mourinho. Mm. There's a bit more winning mentality about him, even if the football is not fantastic. They're still conceding a lot of goals, though, aren't but they? But they're still they, if Jose Mourinho comes in, where were they when he came in? He came in. What well, I think it was beginning December, end of November, wasn't he? Bottom ten. Around about that time. They, 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 yeah, they, they, they were bottom half. They were bottom half of the table. But, but that, if he gets that, top that, four, that table's a lie. If he gets top four for European football. He's done his job. Yeah. He's like, I'm back. I've got, I'm in the Champions League. And they, then he can grow. If they're still in the FA Cup as well, aren't they? They are still in the FA Cup. So yeah. I think you can see a bit of a strengthened team for the FA and Cup. And they've got well. Norwich at home. Yeah. yeah. So FA Cup. I think it, they'll be looking to certainly. Because here's the thing, right? Okay. Granted, you're with, with, with Spurs, after the bad start they had, they want to get back into Europe. But. What wasn't one of the main things they hired Jose was to actually win trophies, not just finishing finish the, top in four. the top four. Yeah, very true. Um, I'm just, I feel sorry for Aston Villa because they could have been two 0 up. And my criticism with Jack Grealish in that game for me was the fact that they, he could have, after the moment one nil up, there was two opportunities where he was through on goal. And he chose to try and square a ball rather than rather than look for a pass. Sorry, he chose to look for a pass rather than go for goal. And on both of those occasions, um, he if he was I don't know whether it's lacking a bit of confidence or whether he's been told in training that he has to, you know, look for the pass rather than shoot. It they could have been two 0 up, maybe even three 0 up. And I feel that they sort of like shot themselves in the foot a little bit 
But you know that that's that's what it is with that one. Um, going um, oh, so to just, the um, comments. Really throw, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Ed, what have we got? So going back to the Manchester City debate, we've um, got a John Burnett saying Chelsea Chelsea openly put money in and books kept accurate, showing losses and who gave the money. I think mm. what he's saying is that they've had information hidden and not disclosed. They've not. I don't think they've made the. Inf- they've not been cooperative with the investigation. Right. Yeah. And um, yes, again, someone's put. Didn't City fail to disclose info? And that is Joby Wheatley. Yeah, yes, so... Jamie. Yeah, nice um, yeah, that's the thing. And that's what I was saying about the sponsorship. You know, the sponsorship, Etihad, everyone knows it, but it's the owner who has sponsored it. So he's pumped like 400 million into sponsorship. But, you know... You I mean, you look at, you look at what... I mean, it's a, different, it's a different industry. If you look at what happened with um, London Saracens in the rugby... Yeah. Similar thing is they were they were they were they were, they were financially cheating by pumping money into businesses so they was was not breaching the salary cap. Yeah. So the money's coming externally and they've been they've been kicked out of the league effectively. Yeah, they're on minus seventy seven points. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. um, a lot of Saints fans are very happy about it, including me old me old dear as well. Not me old dear, but me bird. Uh, right. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'll be on next week. <laughs> oh, no. Christ alive. Right, um, I am going to bring it down a level because we do need to talk about racism in football. Now, there's been two situations that's happened this weekend. and The first one that I was made aware of anyway was the situation with Craig Ramage uh, at Derby County. Now, he was on part of a podcast at Derby County and was doing like Three Counties Radio or whatever it's called up there. Um, I was going to read a couple of quotes out um, first of all. I think they've had it too easy. Some of these players, and I think they've dropped off. Uh, some of these players, uh, I think they've had it easy. Some of these players, and I think they've dropped off the boil, feeling like they've arrived, but they've made it. That's one quote. The other one, I might be wrong, but looking, uh, but uh, bloody hell, Gav, do you want to talk? There we go. I might be wrong, but from looking in, when I look over at certain players, their body language, their stance, the way they act, you just feel that they need pulling down a peg or two. I'll probably say that about all the young back players. It's about going back to basics, working hard, and doing the right things. It's what? it's the yeah. the moment it's the moment he says. I'd say that about all the black players. Why do you have to put the word black in there? Why do you have? Why can't you just say? I would say that about all the young players or all the players. Mm. Why do you have to? Put where, the, where, where was it posted? Where would you only decide this? What podcast? Oh, oh he said, 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 said it on the radio. Um, there's like a Derby County podcast, and they, uh, if I'm honest, I can't remember whether he said it directly on the podcast yeah. or whether he said it on the radio. But there is a transcript, a direct transcript of it. So it's not, it's not, it's not mistranslated. I mean, he has since apologised. I mean, unfortunately, well, regardless of matter, um, unfortunately, so, it's oh, not surprising to, to hear that in today's mm-hmm. world with everything. It just keeps coming back and forth. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he, I mean, what was he thinking saying it? Yeah. He knows that what he's saying goes to everyone. Yeah. Surely, surely, as soon as he said it, he must have thought, "I'm in trouble there." The thing is, I don't think he. Did. I don't know. I don't. I that's, agree. I don't. I that, just. That's what I the think. Issue it is. was. This is like just. Natural. He would naturally just said that. Somebody could say it. And he, 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 yeah. So he doesn't think that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, and that that's what upsets me. You know, I agree with what you're saying, Alex. You know, why you've just said young players because nowadays there is major influence with social media. You know, everyone wants to be on Snapchat. You know, there was Delhi Ali who got in trouble last week about the coronavirus. You know, he put it on Snapchat. You know, taking the Mickey. Um, 
I didn't see the actual video because it has been since deleted, but he's had to come out and make a statement. But, you know, look at the pre-season last year with, uh, who was it, Rashford, uh, Lingard, and they were just like, just being party, like partying and being young lads. You know, well, say Lingard's a young lad, he's like, <laughs> like 48. But I think Joby stated it's not the criticism, it's the generalisation. Yeah, that's the, that's the issue. You know, if, if Alex, is, or what Alex was alluding to, if they said young players, I would sort of get it in a way. But it's the fact that he's directed it at the black players. Mm-hmm. That's what's got my goat up. Because yeah. young players and young people in general, the first thing they do when they get up, well, even I do it, you know, first thing I do when I get up, I go on Facebook, oh, I look at On This Day on Facebook, that's the first thing I do. You know, we all talk on, on WhatsApp. You know, some people will put pictures of what they're doing on, on Instagram or, or on whatever platform. But that's a young thing. Yeah. It's not a young black thing. No. Why do you have to focus on yeah. the facts that it's a group of black players? I think the problem is he, he's clearly frustrated by what he's seen in terms of performances, yeah. in terms of that. Mm. But, what, but it's made him feel angry, mm. frustrated, and it's brought out something he probably didn't want to reveal to the rest of the world. It makes him feel, So he's, he's inner demons, he's in a problems with certain people of A bit of Ron Atkinson. He's just, bam. He's gone on the attack mode for what he probably says behind closed doors in a pub. Yeah. Or, do you yeah. know what I mean? But then why, like, when you're saying that, you know, I understand what you're saying, but why are I'm not people... No, I know you're not. I know you're not. I know you're not. But yeah. why, why, are, why have people still got that mentality? It's... How old is he? Early 40s. It's just, it's the, envi- yeah, it's the environment they've grown up in. Yeah. We've... we've we know, we've said it before, and we don't want to bring politics into it, but what you, your statement rings true. You what about said. the Brexit thing? Yeah. yeah um, so, yeah, we might go a little bit political on it, and if you are offended, I apologise, but if you, you shouldn't be offended, what I'm going to say. Every racist person voted Brexit, but not every person who voted Brexit is racist. Yeah. That's what I... But when I get that, bloody hell... I get inundated with like, no, well, if you're offended by what I've just said, you know, what does that tell me about you? Mm. Because I've not called you racist. I've said that every racist would vote Brexit. And the, the thing is, what's, what's happened is that it's wandered its way into sport. So let me tell you about what happened in, say, yeah, in the, in the, the Portugal the, game. So Musa Morega, he scored for Porto in a 2-1 win away to um, Victoria Guimaraes. He... Good, good job. What, the... Yeah, pronunciation? Yeah, yeah, oh, Gav, Gav's pretty, oh, good, good, Gav's pretty good with the pronunciation. Uh, hey, you can't read a paragraph. Uh, no, I've been pronouncing stuff in Portuguese <laughs> all day. So he, he scored after receiving loads of racial abuse from the Victoria fans and was pointing at his skin to say, look, you know, well, I don't know what he was going to say, but he was just pointing at his skin. Um, he then got a yellow card from the referee. For, uh, for, for inciting, 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 inciting the crowd, uh, and then sarcastically thank the referee for not defending him, which I would probably do the same thing. He's then gone to walk off the pitch at the end, like, sort of like part way through the game because he's had enough, and his players are trying to keep him on, and he was getting in trouble from the referee. Now, one thing that gets my goat with that one is that why weren't his players, his teammates, supporting him? Like, do you know what? Screw it. I ain't playing this game. 
I if my mate, my teammate who's just bagged as well, well a bad mm. goal, is receiving is receiving racial abuse. Well, I'm not I'm not standing for that. You you going off? I'm coming off with you. So and and this has been happening. It's just been happening way too much recently. Which was funny because there were other. I don't, again, black players, there were the, the black players playing for Porto who were trying to keep him on the field. Now, the, I, I was reading some of the comments below the uh, video and it mm. would appear to me that the reason why they were doing that is apparently in Portugal, if you take matters into your own hands like that, the team itself can get docked points. And as they're in a champion, as they're in a title race, they were clearly like, we, we don't want to Which receive. is sad. We, people it, have which different is answers sad. to, the, to it, though. Some, yeah. put, some people believe, and I think they're both kind of right in a way, we should play and ignore them and show that they have no effect on our game and we should just focus on our fans who are there supporting us. Yeah. And then you've got the other side that says, if we don't take a stand and walk off, this will always continue. So they both they both mean well. It, it's, it's, just, it's a tough one, isn't yeah. it? It's on, But for me... I was a referee, everyone knows it, I was a referee for nearly a decade. and you get a tattoo? Nah, you're alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do it anymore, I've got no intention. Yeah. I've, got no, I've got no testimonial game coming up. Whistle, whistle. Tattooed whistle. Three lines on the chest. Um, I have received racial abuse when refereeing. In that decade, just under, I received <laughs> racial abuse that I was, fully, that I was aware of mm-hmm. four times. So and on all those games, I abandoned the game. Game abandoned. I'm not taking it. Wasn't whether it's on a Sunday morning or whether it's in the Southern League, you know, I'm not taking it. Wasn't there also one where you were an assistant referee? You've told me about um, racially from, abused by, by another black player. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And it was Barry a, Hales. Former, oh, okay. former Fulham. I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't, yeah, wasn't going to say his name. I'll, I'll probably tag him in the podcast <laughs> afterwards as well. But, I'm going to pretend I know who he is. Yeah, but you're only a child, bless you. You don't know who Barry Hale's was? No, but he's only... What old are you now? Oh, wow, okay. We're all... This is just one bit rude. But, yeah, I got racially abused by another black player. And it's like, come on. And one of the games that I did at Banbury, I was racially abused by another black player there. And, you know, I was getting called all different kinds of names. I'm not going to say so that in, yet, in, but in, I need to. In those instances, that seems more stri- stri- um, striking to me that they have a problem with authority rather than colour. And it just happened to be, their insults happened to be of a racist nature. Well, there was one in particular, Sunday morning, where I was doing, doing a game. I'd been on Southern League the day before. And I'll come down and do a, a Sunday League game, far cotton wreck. I sent your man off for two set of two yellow cards. No one had any complaints about the two yellow cards. And as he's walking off the pitch after receiving his red, he was like, "You cheating, um, effing black C." And it's like, you thought about that, yeah. You know, when you're a referee, um, you you can understand a player's frustration. Like if you give a you, you give a free kick and their, their instant reaction, oh f off ref, you know. They know about that, but once you if you walk the wall out, for instance, and then they go, "Ah, oh, ref, you're a da da da." You've thought about that. It's not an instant, instantaneous yeah, yeah. reaction, and you know it, there's no place for it in it. And I'm glad not like, kick it out of doing stuff. They're supporting, they're, they're supporting what's happened to to Musa Morega. Bearing in mind that is like kick it out as a UK thing, which they're spreading out 
and this game was was in the primary. I think ideally though they'd like to not even have to incorporate kick it out. No. I mean the goal no, they, the goal is we do it anyway. I mean no no I mean we still want it but I mean eventually the goal is to not abolish have, it. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a natural. But it's it's it, it's just it's a way of it feels like as most things get in, in, invented these days as a way of managing or massaging I don't know what the word is here human behavior. Yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. It? It's like something that was do we is that something we saw I don't know, when we were all cavemen, I, I like to use this for, uh, analogy a lot, is that what they saw all those years ago? Is that how they see us as human beings now? What would they say if they saw us now as well, a They were the race? guys that invented the wheel. Um, talking about referees, <laughs> um, there is a referee coming back. To, oh, yeah. So Bobby that is Madley? Bobby Madley, yeah, his brother is overtaking him and is now a Premier League referee, Andy Madley. Andy Madley is a sound guy, by the way, okay. a really nice bloke. Uh, I've never met Bobby, so I can't really tell you. But he was, um, he was, well, he was sacked by the PGMOL um, for remarks that were made about disabled people, which is not cool, frankly. And um, apparently it wasn't the case. It was taken out of context. But he's apologised for it and he's accepted his his um, his his resignation. Well, he's sacking. He's gone over to Norway for a bit. He's gone refereeing over there, and he's come back. Now we did a little poll on there, and um, do we believe that Bobby Madley deserves a second chance? That it was, was a close poll, wasn't it? Very very close. We had hundreds of people actually go for that as well, and it was fifty two percent said no. I'll put my neck out on the line there. I it's not going to change it to 51 or 53. <laughs> we had a lot of people go on this one. <laughs> I, I, I think he should be able to come back. I think I think one thing as human beings, you need to learn that people need to learn from their mistakes and people make them. I don't think a man should lose his whole life work, what he's worked hard to get, and he should just walk away and learn from the comments he made you, and become you... a better person for it. And it's And that's an example to other people. Yeah. That way, if you just go oh. boom, you're done. We're going to judge you for the rest of your life. There's no coming back from this. What is going to point? What is going to be? Graham Huddle. Oh, Graham Huddle. Glenn Huddle. But what's yeah. going to be the driving in force for him to change as a person if the world already hates him? Mm. Well, uh, not in football. NFL. Michael Vick. Mike Vick, looking boy. You know, you know what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, it, and in many ways, I, I don't know. Really, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't want to say what he did was worse. Because it it will it make me sound like to one thing obviously both instances what will happen. So those who don't know about Michael Vick, he was arrested for um, actively promoting dog fighting, mm. right? And he was arrested. He was a star in the NFL. Got arrested. And he was in put, put in prison. I think I'm, I'm sure he was. I I'm, I'm sure he, he spent some for it. I don't I'm, I'm, I'm sure he I'm sure he spent some jail time. But the thing is, he actually. It wasn't very long because he did actually come back and start playing in the league again. Okay, mm. now with Bobby Madley, okay, he hasn't caused anyone physical harm. Yeah, it's a as he says, it's a joke that has gone out of hand. Yeah, so but I think I think it, the thing about it, I think he was mocking himself, and it was taken out of context, saying that he was mocking disabled people up. on the whole, and. It was only a message between friends, and this is where we go back to the social media thing. You know, not not just young black lads. We talk about everybody um, and young younger people. You know, our generation is very social media driven. Look, we're doing a we're doing a show on Facebook. It's available on Spotify and Apple oh, Music. <laughs> 
Or was that two at top? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, it's the fact that it is very, it's very social media driven. You know, we we put the information out early on today on Facebook, on Twitter. Honest. I think, I, I, I think it's hard for people to adapt to that because I imagine he's also he's probably refereeing in an era when he didn't have any of this. There was no social media. No, no, no. He's only, no it's, it's, it's I've more, got to talk about if you, if you look at if you look at well, probably one of my favourite. You're a bit older than me. You know Frankie Boyle. Yeah, yeah, probably the most offensive comedian the UK's ever had. But, it's still on but he's still one of the funniest comedians we've ever had. But you go there and you need to understand it's a joke. Yeah. And he's probably been behind closed doors or he's obviously not realised what he said. Yeah. Because. No matter who you are, there's a different side to you at home and there's a different side to you in the media. But he probably should have been more educated. Yeah. <laughs> considering true. the position he has in football. Let's um, talk about some uh, some Premier League stuff again. Um, Liverpool, they won 1-0 away from home to Norwich. Now, I've got to predict a league of work. I'll put 4-0 Liverpool in that one. So you uh, predicted Liverpool to beat bottom of the league Norwich? 4-0. Thank you. Yeah, uh, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. um, he phoned him off, isn't he? Gavs, Gavs. It's fine, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. I'll get over it, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's 1 0. Now, what have they and Athletic Co Madrid got in common, uh, common with each other? Not the fact they're playing each other, but what have Liverpool and Athletic Co Madrid got in common, to, uh, common with each other? Fernando Torres? No, um, the fact that they've conceded the same amount of goals. Let's go for you. goals. Fifteen goals. Only one team in the top five leagues in Europe have conceded less goals than either of those two teams, and that is Real Madrid with fourteen. Now, Liverpool. They they are they they struggled to break them down good and proper, but they finally got the victory. They've hey, conceded seventeen goals now. Yeah, because that's changed from the other day. So they conceded two goals against uh, Valencia. Leave no, me it's alone. Fine. It's fine. Leave me alone. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Valencia in a minute. <laughs> Let me segue. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me segue. I'm sorry. I'll tell you what, get back in the comments. Don't worry about that. So, yeah, um, at the time that I wrote this information down. Yes, sorry, Gav. On Friday afternoon. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Just leave it. Yeah, I thought they came to conceded 15 goals in the league, and the only one team who conceded what was it? In fact, do you know what? Liverpool are now. We do it now, right this second. Liverpool have conceded less goals than anybody else in the whole of the top five. I told you they were a good side. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Now, their defensive partnership of Van Dijk and I've Gomez. Actually got a stat for you. I've got it. I've got it. One thousand two hundred and forty-six minutes. They've only conceded one goal. And who was that? What I don't know. Raúl Jiménez. Raúl Jiménez. Oh, of course it was when we were doing the uh, FA Cup. So, I got mad excited because I thought we were going to lose. So many games, right? I know. So many games, right? Actually... We look smug about I, it. I, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I know, I know, I know we're not talking about Wolves, but I really like Raul Jimenez. He's, uh, we used to slate uh, him on the show last you, season you as well. Sla- you, well, you it's not, I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm dissing okay. myself from that because I always thought he was a pretty decent player. I thought he was okay. Um, but if he wasn't so old, Matt, he would be in serious... Um, I think there'd be some serious clubs interested in it. I don't understand why United don't go for them. Well, <laughs> but no, going back, back to it, back to cost him a, it would cost them a lot of money. He probably, back, yeah. he probably doesn't want to make a step down. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Well, I'm not a United fan. <laughs> I'm going to care less. Um, back to back to Liverpool though. Um, it's the PFA Awards time coming up pretty soon. We did a poll for this as well. It looks like Hendo's going to win it. 
Um, I would go we, Pat Marnie. We, 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 well, that was the poll, actually. It's the Hendo v Marnie. I actually voted Marnie on the poll and I went Marnie. Did you? I, mean, I think he scored well, the same goals as Salah. The... I think he scored one less. Well, but he's been the he, Salah's been more of a scores than a 2-3-0. For, for whereas me, Marnie's been match winner. Yeah. For, yeah, for me, out of the front three, Marnie's the most important player. Marnie's the boy. Yeah, he is. But you are I'd part of the 14%. Yeah. You are part of the 14%. Yeah. 86% of people went for, for Jordan Henderson. You can't it's the imp- it's, I think it's the improvement. I think he, from where he was, because he's the only remaining player from the, he was bought by Dalgleish, the Brendan Rodgers era. He missed that vital game against Chelsea, which went on to lose us the league. He's been criticised openly by Sir Alex Ferguson, who's most he's considered by a lot as the greatest manager we've ever seen in this country. I agree. And he's, I mean, a lot of people have gone, Henderson? Why is he playing for the national team? Oh yeah. Even yeah, I've yeah. at times as a Liverpool fan have wondered, has he peaked already? And he's and he's I think he's exceeded most expectations. Yeah. Was there was there a foul in the build up for the Mane goal? No. No. You're clutching the straws there in my personal opinion. Massively clutching the straws, mate. Well, we only got to half time. I was thinking, go on, Norwich. In fact, it was the, it was the same. It, it was the same from Allison. Where well, that's the thing, Allison. It's like he, he always make he, the What I love about Allison, he's because of Liverpool's solid defence. He probably has to make one save a game, which makes him world class, and he always pulls it off, which makes him world class. And this is what I always bang on about: the difference between a solid shot stopper mm-hmm. and a world class goalkeeper. Allison is in that. Yeah, definitely. Number two to to up that. Um, we, we, we had a bit of an argument the other day, didn't we, Ed? On the way down from, from Manchester. More of a dictation. Was, um, yeah, I, 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 dictate, I dictated to <laughs> yeah, you. That. I, gave, I come to him with a with an answer and he what just was, shut me down. What was it? Yeah. Pepe Rain is a great Premier League goalkeeper. <laughs> he's, I don't have time to think about he's, that. He's, he's oh, my four, initial reaction is, maybe not. He's won, he's won four Golden Gloves. Three in a row at one point. Three in a row. <sighs> but the Golden Glove is based on how many clean sheets you keep, not how many, go- how many goals you concede. Only for two of them seasons, you had Sammy Hupier and Jamie Carragher. And, I, and one thing I do remember about Liverpool is, for a long time, since Hup- I think Hupier and Carragher left, we've had woeful defence. Since we've been born, this is the best back four that Liverpool have had. It's the best oh, team Liverpool have had. It's the best team, yeah. But the right. best, Actually, no, I say the, be- the best back no, four. Since I've been born. So I've, I've You're a little older than me. I'm, Hang on, let's get this right. Let's get this across right now. I'm more it's, only, it's, it's, yeah, it's only two years, a year and a half, mate. So come on, we were that Liverpool. The late '80s team wasn't as good as the early '80s team, but they were still pretty good. We don't really remember. In, in living memory for us, this is the best Liverpool team that's been. Oh, for yeah, me, definitely. Yeah, for, me, yeah. my, 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 for me, I used to think 2008, 2009 was the best Liverpool. Well, my, my main focus is the defence. Every time Liverpool have had. Like two decent centre halves and terrible full backs, or they've had, you know, a decent left back, a decent centre half, but the other centre half's terrible, yeah. and the right back's awful. This time they've got the balance mm-hmm. and they're banging. But back then, yeah, Liverpool's defence weren't great. Rainer, fair play to him. Four goals. Don't, don't get me wrong; he was a decent goalkeeper, but I wouldn't say he was a Premier League. What was what was the great. argument? Great. No, 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 never. I wouldn't put him in the Premier League. Great. No stats stats don't always tell the yeah, whole story. Give me your top five Premier League greats. Goalkeepers. Schmeichel number one. I know you're going to say. I don't care which order. Schmeichel. Check number two. Check. David Seaman. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking. Cudicini. He's in there. No way. No. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Cudicini, man. At Spurs. Alex Chelsea. I'm thinking Ben Foster. Do you know? I'm probably great. I know you. You probably would disagree. I'm going to say David De Gea in there. 
I think David De Gea. De Gea had two good Because he's not. He's had long. He's had long. He's had longevity. He's been playing for United for the whole decade. Yeah. And then he's won trophies. He's won Premier Leagues with them. He's been United's. He's been United's player of the season as well. Yeah, like 25 years on the spin. So that's how bad they are. United at the moment. Definitely in there. Um, I, 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 I've got to think. I've got to. I'd have to sit down. I'll probably put Rayner like seventeenth. You know, I'll have Z. I'll have I wouldn't put him that though. Um, he, I, he pos, pos, Craig he pos, Gordon. He probably. He's probably top ten. <laughs> Rami Shaban. If he didn't break his leg, that's the case. You're in my top five referees. What? What? At least four. There's one way to get him chomping, and you almost did. Almost did. No, no, no. He's never seen me out. Look on his face. He's never seen me out. He's never seen me out in the green bit. So, no, I was sick ref. Anyway, so what other games we've got around? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So the Saturday afternoon game, Southampton one, Burnley two. I did not expect that. So, um, the, oh, Danny goals, scored again though. The, Danny, goal. the, the goal but score was open. What was he opened. doing for the first goal? Exactly. What was he doing right, for the goal, score, goal? The goal scoring opened with Westwood um, after after two minutes. Ings did equalise after 18 minutes and Vidra on the hour mark. What was Danny Ings doing on that first goal? I don't know. I can't blame Storm Dennis it, on that. Was he, was, was he thinking was he? that he was closer to the touchline? So, therefore, if he left it, it was just going to go into the side net. And that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, so Ashley Westwood's corner went. Directly into the back of the net from the corner. It's not the first time he scored directly from the corner. No, he loves well. it. He's, he's doing the against Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, uh, Danny Ings was lost, but he, he, he was then found in the words of Amazing Grace. Um, um, Vedra, he scored on the hour mark. Oh. Are you having that? Uh, for someone who hasn't scored a goal for what? Five years or whatever long it was. <laughs> I think, actually, I think it was. I think they said it was like eighteen months. I think he, I think it was his last yeah, goal. Premier League, yeah, Somebody hasn't scored for that long to take that ball down, beat the man, and then it wasn't an easy finish because he was stre- mm. He was on the stretch and he was falling down and he rifled it top bins. Yeah, it was lovely. Oh, it was a lovely goal. Absolutely lovely. Um, yeah, so they they're doing all right. Um, we've got um, uh, oh, an comment, input for. Best goalkeeper, Czech. Yeah, Petr Czech. Um, so, yeah, Joby's put Petr Czech's number one. I'll put Schmeichel's number one mine. But, you know, I think it's a very fine line between who's number one, Czech I think out of spite now, I'm Pepperoni's my number one. <laughs> Just out of spite. <laughs> How many tiskies you have, pal? Christ. So, um, and then the last game that we'll round up is Arsenal 4, Newcastle 0. Um, first half was very... Difficult um, for yeah. both teams, really, and and for many a fan to watch, I imagine. Think Ed, what did you think of Newcastle in that first half? I think Newcastle were in that. Are in that. I mean, I know they say you need forty points to stay up, but there's a, there's a, there's a certain point where you feel I expect us to stay up. Mm-hmm. I think Newcastle are kind of in that limbo stage at the moment where they they're not really playing for anything. Well, they started on the same amount of points as Arsenal. The exactly, but Arsenal then had the added mentality of we can get Champions League now. Mm. I think the fans were nervous. The fans demanded not a draw, at least. Mm. Um, and I think Arsenal was always going to come out on top there. Especially at home. Mm. I think especially at home. You've. Ne- I feel like for a long time, prior to the City news, Arsenal had nothing to play for, yeah. in my opinion. And now, all of a sudden, they could be in Europe. Yeah, fair enough. Um, what about yourself, Alex? How do you feel the performance went? Um, so, Lacazette scored. 
That's how bad Newcastle were. They allowed him to score. He hates him. He hates him. No. Oh, oh like that. Oh, thank you. You can have it. Thank you. Liverpool, you take him off our hands. No, 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 not going anywhere. No, because if he comes to work, it'll break Salah's record. You know what will happen? Any player who leaves Arsenal is good. Loxlade Chamberlain's a great midfielder. God, uh, you can take him anyway. I, right. I love, I so, love Lacazette. He just needs to give you. Had, you had my, my, my missus. I went mad at her yesterday because she was like, "Oh, Lacazette scored. Oh, he's terrible." I was like, "Don't you dare! They don't you dare!" Yes, Honestly. Claire. Whoa. Claire. No. Keep up with those opinions. No, not buy it. Especially, especially you need help. Espe- <laughs> especially as you were definitely thinking about Arteta. She was on it with Arteta as well. I'm just saying, it's mate. Early doors, uh, man. Start getting excited. The, the future is bright at Arsenal. I, I certainly think that we are definitely going in the right direction, and when you've got players like Bukayo Saka, ah, oh. so the first, was, so the goal scores. So um, Aubameyang, fifty-four minutes. Uh, Pepe, a couple of minutes later. Ertil on the on the stroke of full time. Uh, well, on the stroke of ninety minutes, and then Lacazette on the stroke of full time. Um, so I want to talk about Ertil's goal. Um, first of all, um, thirty-five touches, um, uh, passes, sorry, and all eleven players touched the ball. Well, I noticed the formation has changed. Yeah, um, he's I think he's playing with three behind a lone striker now. If mm. I'm remembering that right, yeah, which is going to take a while for to come into effect. I imagine Arteta's trying to put his own philosophy into the club, and mm. it, it worked. That's a that's a much more perfect position for Ozil. He's not got to trip back and dominate the protecting well, the back four. He went more attacking as well because he didn't start Torreira. He yeah. started with Ceballos, yeah. who is you is a more creative player. Mm. So Big he was fan. bringing play. He was playing him more in the number eight role with the Ozil number ten. Sabias was more of your deep line playmaker, whereas and before, he, was, was before he's, he's concentrated on Xhaka and Torreira being more your number sixes, haven't you? Yeah. Um, and he's like, got, a, like he's, a rigid two. Yeah. So what what it, what, it, what it has done? One. What it has done though is everyone going on about oh you can't coach Arsenal's defence they are uncoachable uh, uncoachable. I remember distinctly one very prominent pundit working for. Uh, 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 say his name. Call him I'm out. Not, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say his name. I'll tag him. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name, but he categorically. Can we just say Danny Mills? No, no, no. I will say Dwayne Gina. No, it was. It was. He was working for uh, the, sport. Main, the, the main sports. Sky Sports. Yeah, he was working he was on for Sky Sports. Uh, oh, can guess who? Right. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, it was um, for Sky Sports. Sky Sports. Yeah. Um, right. Who did he speak for? No, no, it's yes or no. Oh, okay. Right, okay. Yeah, so, um, is it Graham Souness? No. Oh, damn it. Um, did he play... I'm <laughs> 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 did, did he play centre-mid? No. Did he play striker? No. Did he play right-back? Yes. Gary Neville? Oh, no, it's Gary Neville! So anyway, right, oh, he, he very prominently said that you couldn't coach Arsenal's defence. However, right, since Arteta's come in, Arsenal have had one of the tightest defences in the league, pretty much. Um, they've just sacrificed... Goal scoring. Exactly. But that what that's what happens. All good teams, you build from the back and then the the um the goals will come later. Yeah. Okay. And what he did recognise was the fact that we had been drawing a lot of games, okay? Even though the even though everything is improving, is like well it's a results business at the end of the day, mm. I need to get a win, right? And he's gone with Sabios and Ozil in that four, two, three, one, I think you were yeah, yeah, allu- yeah. alluding to. Yeah, and the only previous time that they played together was when they played a diamond, mm. uh, which didn't work at all. Mm. Um, and he obviously wanted creativity from deep 
in order to try and unlock a defence. And after the first half, it looked like it wasn't going to happen because it looked like... Well, it they took, were still on... They was, looked like they were still in Dubai. Basically. Yeah, it felt like it took a good 20, 25 minutes for us to get going. It and did. Newcastle had their chance in the they first did. half. They How did. poor is Joe Linton? He's, he, <laughs> what was it? He's had, he had... Oh, sorry, he had 47 touches of the ball yesterday. Only one of them was in the box. Yeah, and that was a... How, how, gonna, how is he going to score um, if, it, if he's not even touched the ball... In the box. Yeah, look, end of the day, when it comes to Newcastle, I think they're okay where they are. You know, they're not going to challenge for a, a top six, top seven position. I don't think they're going to go down. They're never going to move. They're always going to toy with relegation until they get bought, though. Yeah, and they're just going to hang around in that sort of, you know, mid-table area. I don't see any reason for them to... Well, they're not going to spend any money. One day, they will get sold. One day. And I think that will benefit... Football when as a whole, you know, I don't think it will just benefit. I don't, yeah, I don't think it benefit uh, Newcastle fans. I genuinely think it will benefit football because then we'll see. Right, they're going to go up and start challenging. They'll be like midnight again, or they're going to go down and do a Bradford, Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday. You know, like go down the leagues, Coventry. But then at least we'll know who they are. Yeah, and because they have no identity, Newcastle. That's the issue. I feel sorry for him because they've got brilliant fans and they're a fantastic club. Well, they're, fantastic one, they're, club. they're one club city, aren't they? So, you know, everybody in Newcastle is a Newcastle fan. How led would that be? You know, you come to Northampton, yeah. Um, but, like, you know... <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, no, all, all, the, all the Cobblers fans would then show up if they got into the Championship, wouldn't they? But like, oh, I've always been a Cobblers fan on my life. Where uh, are all these new people? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah, I'm one of them. Um, but, you know... To have such a large city and have literally 50-odd thousand fans there every home game, every single home game without fail, you know, even when they want to boycott, they're like, yeah, we'll boycott, we hate Mike Ashley, oh, I love the tune, <laughs> and they just, they just go in anyway, don't they, you know, so, yeah, I think they need to, um, you know, I think they need to find an identity first, and once yeah. they find an identity, um, they crack on from there. Right, uh, so... Champions League this week. Um, Atletico Madrid are playing at home against Liverpool. Um, Atletico, according to my stats. No, I'm looking forward um, to it. Yeah, they, drew, they, they drew two each away to Valencia. Hence why we've now conceded more goals. Let's than Liverpool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they, they sit 14th in the league, 13 points off Real Madrid. You know, they've got a very good defensive record. Can Liverpool break that? Can they, can they break yeah. that down? At the, at the, I was going to say the match yeah. they play the match yeah. um, You reckon they will? Yeah. Yeah, look, it's weird. It's, uh, they got Jan on black twin sticks. Liverpool are, and I'll even say this as a Liverpool fan, we are the perfect counter attacking long ball side. Direct. Mm. Exactly. Makes it sound better, doesn't it? I'm yeah, sure. it's not like we're just sitting next to the tall man. Yeah. Um, it's, I just think Liverpool can do it. I mean, but it's the thing though, if Liverpool go 0 0, 1 0, second legs at Anfield. Yeah. The last time they lost at Anfield was to Chelsea in the League Cup with a second string team. Mm. That was uh, December of last season. Yeah. So December 18, is it? December yeah. 18. Yeah, I think So good. there you go. That was, a, that was a good game if I remember that as well. Hazard scored Hazard a good Hazard scored, goal yeah. I think it was 2-1. 2-1, yeah. Yeah, like, like death. yeah Hazard scored that. a brilliant goal for yeah. or maybe yeah. two. Not scored two. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Atletico Madrid they drew two each to Valencia. Um, Valencia have got Atalanta away uh, on Wednesday night. Um, Atalanta they came from from a goal down Just to beat won. Roma two um, yeah. one. 
Um, their, their, the gap between Roma and Atalanta now is six points. Atalanta in fourth place, Roma in fifth. Do you think Atalanta, because they, they were the surprise package in the Champions League, weren't they? You know, no one expected them to well, be in the Champions League. Well, they were themselves in Serie A. Did they lost their opening three games? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they were, they were absolutely screwed, and they've now, you know, got a decent chance. I don't think Valencia, they're, they're in seventh place in La Liga. Do you, I, I think Atalanta might be able to make it to the quarters? What do you think about this game? How is it going to play out? I don't know. I don't really know enough t- about uh, both teams to make uh, an informed decision. Um, just based on European pedigree, you would say Valencia would be favourites. Mm. And I'm sure the bookies will probably have it as that way mm. um, going into the game. Having known a little bit about Atalanta from what my house I was going to say, me, I would have thought you would know everything about Atalanta <laughs> after Martin, the delivery of Martin. Uh, <laughs> they have a unique way of playing don't and they... they very much seem to be the Sheffield United of Syria. Yeah. Um, so. Well, to like to score a lot of goals. They at home. do. They, they do score a lot of goals. So, uh, I I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to. I couldn't call. I that got game. my boy Yossi Filicic. What, what I do, I do like? Well, You're nailing it with these pronunciations, honestly. <laughs> Oh, honestly, really dead impressed. Dead impressed. Every every week he does it. Um, I, I, but I don't. I don't say it because I know that his head will become even bigger than it already like, is. Yeah. So get bigger ass. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, what I do like about this Champions League draw, I think we mentioned this briefly when it first got done, was that there's a lot of games which are kind of fifty fifty. Yeah. It's not. And it's, 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 it's not in previous years where it's just been one heavily fate, one clear favourite out of the two top two sides this year. It seems it's very much uh, oh that team could win. Oh, yeah. no, but that team could win. We'll talk about that. Um, one of the games is the Thomas Tuchel derby. Um, it is Dortmund oh. versus PSG. I'm can't because you're going to have three of the, I'd say three of the top five young players in the world playing in that game yeah. in Sancho, Haaland and Mbappe. Oh. God, that is game. that is panning out to be. I tell you now, what, I think Dortmund would probably be on recent form favourites for that. Well, well, they won four 0 at the weekend against Frankfurt. They both um, conceded a lot of goals. They Sancho, um, I, saw, I saw, I saw that game. I saw, I saw extended highlights of that game, and Sancho was different. I'm going to say it again. He's a different movie. He's he a baller. Was, uh, He's an absolute baller. The weight of the weight of pass. So he, not can he beat a man. The weight of pass when he was uh, a couple of players. We slid in a couple of players for uh, to then do he, the pre-assist, the assist yeah. to the assist was. Belying his age, so yeah. he was a, of a player who was five, six, seven years older than he yeah. actually had. Can, can any Premier League club afford him? Yeah, yeah. Man City. No, Man City. <laughs> that's what I mean, well, since Manchester City. Ch- I'd say, I'd say ch- any, any club can afford him. If I, I mean, let's look at. But sorry, where they fit within. That's what I mean. Liverpool could afford him, probably won't pay that much money for him, because yeah. it'd be 100 plus million. Oh, but will they, will they sell uh, Bobby Firmino? Did I put that? Well, we've done that one. Bobby Firmino, you know, no. we did that in a poll early on, um, early on this week because there's talk of Bayern Munich sniffing around him for seventy-five million. I think that's a joke uh, because I think he's worth a minimum of a hundred million pounds. So I put a poll out: Is Firmino worth more or less than a hundred million pounds? But fifty, only fifty-six percent of people said that is worth more. Bobby Firmino makes your wingers world-class players. That's what's brilliant. Bobby Firmino. Is the, the nowadays version of Dennis Bergkamp, 
and people might take the mickey out of me and laugh about it, but when we look back on his career and see what he's done and see how he's enhanced the team, then uh, I'm you know, still trying to get. I'm still trying it. to work out that touch he did at the weekend. Well, oh, where he nearly scored. No, that little yeah. swivel. That no, swivel then he touch. Stopped it and laid it off with a left foot shot. You know about that? No, no, that no, no, no. I'm talking about the other one where the ball, the balls come to it. I, I, I don't know. I, was, I want to stand up and be able to sort of. Uh, like give an example, but he, he came he came to him and he he kind of just but he came up and he just did that with the ball like he, 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 he no plays FIFA oh. Street in real life that's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, he's it. like Sancho I wouldn't be surprised Sancho going back to Sancho if he does go to a Premier League side yeah I'm I'm just readjusting I'll end up a bit what what move are you gonna do next I wouldn't be surprised if Sancho went to Chelsea. You wouldn't be. No. Commander Sancho on one side, Callum Hudson Adore on the other. Well, oh, jo- 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 oh. well uh, that it join the English contingent it, it make, Chelsea. Yeah, with, with Tammy Finn in the middle, it make me want to wear blue. I reckon if that happened. Um, but yeah, so right, um, PSG, they played against Amiens away. Four <laughs> 0 wasn't it? Well, yeah, they were three one down, and then four three up. That's the problem. That's why it's going to be a great and game. Four on. Score G- a lot. Because so. well, Dortmund scored a lot and conceded a lot. That's it. Well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That could be gold. That is that is that's what that, you want. That, so saying that, that's it's going to be nil nil, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely wonderful. <laughs> yes. um, yeah. Really enjoyed that. Um, and then Tottenham are at home to RB Leipzig. I mean, they'll be happy with the draw, but I still think that maybe they shouldn't get too confident. RB Leipzig and they very good. I thought Timo Werner is. They did score the weekend actually. Timo Werner. Are they still top? And Cuckoo, no, um, they rested in Cuckoo and they rested uh, Forsberg mm-hmm. as well, but they still won 3 0 against Wolfsburg. Um, Bayern Munich are top of the league at the moment, oh, they've gone back uh, top, but it's funny because well, it Bayern, Munich, with Munich, ba- Bayern Munich are terrible, aren't they? This season, you know, they're not going anywhere, this, that, and the other, but they're top of the league because that's what happens. Um, <laughs> well, welcome to Bundesliga football. Um, one of the other um, polls that we ran was um, referees getting stick. Now, what happened last weekend was the fact that uh, Danny Gosling, excuse me, got a little bit upset because uh, the referee of that game, John Moss, got, you know, just just had enough of the, the earache that he was receiving from Dan Gosling. So he, he gave a little bit back and Gosling's come out and be like, oh God, like, referees can't say that. Um, <laughs> now, as an ex-referee, someone seems to be a little bit of I'm giving it back. Yeah, I was referee before. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. He doesn't mention that. I, 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 I will give it back, but I'll never be, I'll never be personal. No, of course. And the referees want to give, uh, players want to give me stick, give it, that's fine, but don't get personal. And, he wasn't personal at all. He said about, you know, he wasn't getting, I think, I think Gosling wasn't getting the rubber of the green. Right. And <laughs> Mossy said, well, you're getting relegated at the end of the season or something like that. <laughs> anyway, so Boom. I thought, I thought that's great banter, bosh. <laughs> um, 83% of, of people agree with me as well on that one, that um, it's, it's fine for referees to give a little bit of a step back. Love it. Um, yeah, that's happy days. Quite a laugh. Uh, um, yeah, so fifth, pl- uh, yeah, fifth place in the Premier League, who's going to get it? I... Honestly, Spurs, Sheffield United. I want it to be Sheffield. Oh, I would like, I would like it to be Sheffield United if it's not going to be Arsenal. I'll, but I'll, I'll be accept fourteenth place and win the Europa League. For Sheffield United. I, I think. think che- I, I honestly, I honestly got. I think Chelsea is going to drop out of it. You reckon? I don't. I think they are. They're just I, no, I think, no one's firing but William. Yeah, <laughs> so and he doesn't even start every game. Exactly. In fact, um, while me and Alex talked among ourselves, you get the team lineups. 
Um, so I, Alex, I, and what do you, what do you actually think? The well, well we're looking for the lineups at the moment. So um, in the meantime, what do you what think? Uh, it's Chelsea. You can guess home. if you want. Che- 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 Chelsea at home, right? Aren't they tonight? Um, yes. I've got the lineups if you do want to. Well, yeah, we'll go with the lineups. So, right, so for Chelsea, yeah. we've got Caballero in goal. Big fan. Big fan. We actually had the poll last week who, who, who did rather in goal, Cabarro or, or Kepper. You two centre backs, Christensen, Rudiger. Uh, scored two goals against Leicester. Aspilicueta left back as usual. James right back. We love Reese James, don't we? Yeah. You got Ngolo Kante, Jorginho, and Kovacic. Not much change there. But then you got Pedro, Willian, and Batshuayi. Batshuayi starting. What are your thoughts on Batshuayi starting the game? I I don't like that. I do not like that. I mean, Pedro and Willian. Uh, Willian's good, right? Willian's baller. Pedro though he's passed it as far as I'm concerned mm-hmm. Batshuayi I just don't know I just don't see it with Batshuayi but to be um, fair Abraham has not been firing but the pro- problem is United's just <laughs> I well, do you want it? do you want the Manchester United line up? well uh, do you know yeah. I, I, can, I, I can I mean I can, I'm looking just at see it, how like, they I'm, I'm, so I'm, Chelsea have gone I'm for a 4-3-3 three, by the way and by the looks of it they've gone for a uh, 3-4-1-2 so their two attackers are Anthony Martial and Dave, David, Dave, David, David. David. <laughs> with all these players, David Daniel James. James, Daniel James, sorry, uh, <laughs> sorry. Bruno yeah, Fernandes, yeah. Williams, Matic, Fred and Wan-Bissaka. So Wan-Bissaka is playing as a right wing-back by the looks of it then. Yeah, him and Brandon Williams. Uh, bombed but, and then he's got Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire and uh, Bailly at centre-back. Looks, looks like very much similar to the uh, formation he played against Liverpool. Yeah. Because then he, I'm sure he played Shaw and uh, Brandon Williams down the left-hand side I, against Liverpool. I honestly he? think that Luke Shaw was man of the match in that game. Well, but like obviously because Man United didn't win the game and they uh, and they didn't score any goals, you can't put a defender from the losing team in. But Liverpool would have won that four, five, maybe even six because of the amount of opportunities that they had. And Luke Shaw was was level with everything there. I thought Luke Shaw was absolutely bored of that. I'll be interested to see how well Fernandez does, if he can make that step up, because they've spent a bit of money on him. Yeah, it's been very good he, for national side, it's been very good for sporting, it's been very good in the Champions League, Europa League over the years. He, he's, the one, he's the one who needs to provide the goal threat from midfield, because United had zero goal threat from midfield, mm-hmm. and that's why they struggle a lot of the time, which is why... Arsenal struggled a lot of the time because we have really zero goal threat from midfield. I mm. think Ozil was the first midfielder to score from Arsenal for from midfield for Arsenal for. Whoa, quite whoa, some time. no! Get off Joe Willock's back anyway. Um, thank you for watching uh, two at top of the weekly football review show. Never love Joe Willock. No, no, he's I bad. love Joe. I love he's, Joe Willock as well. But... He's bagged. He's bagged. Oh, yeah. More recently than 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 uh, the Mezzet, the lazy. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, uh, we Man United used to have. Um, Regular contributors or to goals from midfield. That you look at the successful United sides, they always had yeah, a, of course, a, a yeah. couple of players, namely Beckham, Skulls, Giggs. would all, all get would all get a minimum of ten goals, right? Mm. Arsenal, you had Ramsey, you had Fabregas. Yeah, um, he got a couple every yeah, season. But it, it was Lundberg, it was Pires. Season with bad couple of hat tricks. It was Lundberg, Pires, um, Nasri. Arshavin, all of these players weighed in with goals, didn't they? But now, look at that Arsenal field. Who gets the goals? There's nobody. Yeah. It's the same with United. Well, so that's what Fernandes has been brought in to do, isn't it? He's been brought in to score goals, to get assists, and um, 
take off some of the pressure from your front men because looking at the United side, I don't see where the goals are going to come from. Yeah, I agree with that, and that's why I'm dusting my boots off for Team Daisy on the fifteenth of March. And there's a po- there's a post on the on the Facebook page as well. It's a charity um, for um, stillbirths and early um, early deaths in, in in children. So please go on the Just Giving page and please donate. Please give responsibly, not responsibly. Great. Please give generously. Generously, uh, I was thinking about betting for yeah. whatever reason. Um, sorry about that. Ben, um, charity, go together. Do you want to put a cap on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't put a cap on. Literally, just plough as much money into yeah. it. It's an absolutely wonderful cause. And as I said, like the, the details are on the Facebook page. You've been watching to Top, the weekly football review show, myself, Gav Mack, Ed Hall and Alex Osborne. You may have been listening to the show on on uh, on Spotify or Apple Music. And if so, just give a page a little follow, give it a little share, give it a little like. In association with uh, DC Music Services. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. A uh, little link of that will be on the page as well, which is brilliant. Uh, in association with The Mail Coach, the best boozer in the whole Northampton, Macau Sports Bar and Grill, the best boozer in the whole of New York City. And this show has been recorded from Stalker Studio in Northampton. We Thanks. will be, sorry, we will be oh. down London for Chelsea versus Oh, Christ, Cardinals yes. Coming we are the weekend. fans. Sorry. And we the fans. to we're heading down this weekend. And tomorrow, oh, or Wednesday latest, we should hopefully bring out a video of our trip down to Manchester. Up to. Was it Manchester? Yeah, up to Manchester. We're up in Northampton. I always <laughs> say down to, no matter where I am. Oh, I know, okay. I know, it's just, uh, <laughs> all right. Keep an eye on the page. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you. Did you know Gab was a ref? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Apparently, apparently, uh, he, he ref for a decade. I think it was <laughs> two decades. Not sure about how good he was though. <laughs> he came out. He came out of a whistle. Yeah. <laughs>